Hops and Stocks podcast is presented by 100 Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. But yeah, like like we have always preached, like the first known recipe for what evolved into what we now drink now came from black women in Mesopotamia, 3900. Um, and the first known, I guess, model for brewing or a brewery came from ancient Egypt, which isn't surprising at all. Science and technology, that's where mostly all of it came from. It's yeah, ancient Egypt. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's sweet. So we were like, let's let's do something cool. Let's let's push that. Um so we came up with the whole beers black history thing. Got what our homie Sean Fallion who who you know designed and, and tweaked the art that you see um on what we're pushing right now. You see it on the hat. Yeah. And uh you know the rest yeah. is history man just spreading that knowledge because a lot of people don't know like you know like a lot of our history is untold or undertold so we we didn't want that to be the case so pushing the line on that right now and it's, it's been dope like people are being very receptive and beer is black history just like a whole bunch of other things and it ain't just for us you know it's anybody that wants to know the truth anybody who wants to spread the message if you love beer you should also love who it came from yeah. There you go. There you go. I dig it, brother. I'm spoke affiliated from the city. Brought to you by 100 Spoke Media Group. Uh, we're honored to have members from the drought season we got kevin and brandon on with us this evening and they're going to talk about their uh craft beer lifestyle brand and some of the things that they're doing related to black history uh really excited to get these these fellas on uh read the press read the press release um some interesting things that you know i'm saying i had zero clue that black women you know i'm saying had anything to do with like the first beer recipe so that's you know i definitely want y'all to touch on that so definitely looking to to <clears throat> further the conversation with these guys and, and see what they're doing. You know what I mean? But like we always do about this time, you know what I'm saying? The man with the master plan, Mr. What's in this can, beat up. What you sipping on, brother? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Talk um, about it. Today, we're going back to Elmatic. It's a black um, owned brewery here in uh, Hebrew Heights. Um, this is a Crowler, so it's 25 ounces. It reminds me of a Foster's can. If y'all remember the most school Foster's can. Yeah. It's got a nice color on it. Got some glasses from there, too, if y'all can see that. Yeah, yeah. Back. Crab culture. So it's a Sauvignon grape juice. Um, 7% IPA. What was that first word again? So, <laughs> so I just wanted to hear you pronounce it, man. You, you did it so lovely. Yeah, I'm about to say that was an episode title. <laughs> All right. So let me tell you what's in this can. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of beers that's tart. I don't like sours like that. So I'm not going to dog walk this beer. <laughs> it's cool. I'm going to give it 375. It's cool. All right. That ain't bad. Where are they located at? We said they located. This is a uh, Huber Heights, Ohio. A little bit outside of Dayton, Ohio. It's called Blurred Lines. I think it's a playoff. It's it's what's cool about this brewery is all their beers are a playoff of hip hop and songs. So, Elmatic, you know, Illmatic, Blurred Lines. They, their whole menu is you know kind of like tailored to that type of vibe. You go in there, you see all the old vinyl all the records um, on the walls, 90s hip hop. It's got a good vibe in there. So it's a real good good atmosphere to go in there and have a couple of drinks, whatever. But uh, once again, this is Elmatic, Blurred Lines, 7% APA. ABV, my, my bad. It is a sour IPA. What's the notes on it? You mentioned the notes? Um, grape juice. Uh, it says Australian Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, so that's that wine flavor then. Yeah, it's got that wine, that dry hop taste mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. 
So, you know, 375 is what I'm giving this one. Study French in high school or anything? That the pronunciation mm-hmm. of Savignon is so beautiful. <laughs> Man, we went to the same high school. You know we had no French. <laughs> he said we didn't have French. <laughs> So what you got? What you got, Blas? All right, man. I'm uh, taking it back to my friends or our friends over at Esoteric Brewery. That's a minority-owned brewery in Cincinnati. Um, tonight I got their – oh, let, let me get off into my enunciation. Choculents Chocolate Stout. Uh, it's got cocoa nibs, 7% ALC. They say it uh, is a full-body stout with notes of bittersweet chocolate and hints of dark cherry. Finishes smooth like a decadent dessert. Let me see if I can show you all the can. Little chocolatey and silver joint. And then the brew is nice and dark. Oh, yeah. Stout, I done had it sitting out since about 6.45. Let it breathe a little bit. Oh, man. It's pretty good. I, I'm not a huge fan of dark chocolate, and it's it's heavy on the dark chocolate note. But, you know, I'm not going to penalize them for nailing what it is they said they put in the can. So uh, even though, you know, it might not be for me, the fact that they did nail what they said they put in the can, I'm going to give this a four. A little bit bitter, but, I mean, that's what dark chocolate is, so. Nice four for our friends over at uh, Esoteric. What's the ABV on it? 7%. 7%. A little light for, uh, you know, some of the stouts we drink, but, yeah. you know, it doesn't it doesn't hit you with that extra jig either. Yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a double you up on this review. Ooh, you got a 14 <laughs> over there? There's a 14 over here. All right. I mean. Well, let us know what you got. The transition. Um, once again, we're still celebrating Black History Month here at Hops and Stocks, man, trying to, you know what I'm saying, pay homage to the black breweries. But unfortunately, here in Nashville, I don't get any distribution. So once again, I'm still reaching out to the black breweries, man. Holla at me, inbox me. Let's get some yeah, of your product. Hey, 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 B-Dub, let him have it. This guy's trying to skip over the fact that he's drinking any quality brew. <laughs> but watch this tie-in. Watch this tie-in. This tie-in going to be dope, though. You know what All right. All right. The tie-in going to be dope. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't got black-owned brewery beer, but I'm still drinking black beer all month. Oh, man. Yeah. But hold on. I'm, I still got more. So you're drinking blackface? <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, let me be great, brother. Let me be great. My, my bad, so, my bad. Do you think you know I'm saying paying a paying homage to some great legends out of Tennessee, particularly Memphis? We got the Stay Fly, which is a it's a Southern Grist. It's my favorite brewery in, in Nashville. Uh, it's one of their barrel aged offerings. Um, and once again, I don't know if they purposely was named to stay fly after three, six mafia, but I'm rolling with it. You know what I'm saying? Black, black history month. We rolling with it. But this is, um, I told you I'll tie it in. This is aged in Waterloo antique gin. So it's aged in the barrels that this was produced in. Um, unique thing about this is anybody that knows gin knows that gin isn't, isn't dark. And I don't even like gin, but this is fire. So if y'all see that out, grab that too. But when you pour it out, like I said, man, it looks like motor oil. Like you literally, like the viscosity and everything looks like motor oil. It's checking in at 14%. And then it says, uh, brewed in collaboration with Horace Aged Ales. um, And it was in those barrels for 16 months. Yeah, so it's that's why it's so dark and looks like motor oil. But going in for a sip. I'm interested to see what the notes are on something barreled in a gin. So real talk, if you had the, if you had the actual, the gin, you get that exact flavor. So the notes on the gin is like that dark cherry. So it's like dark chocolate and also like, like deep cherry taste. Um, So you're getting a lot of sweetness with this, but it's not like that, that artificial, like milk sugar sweetness or anything like that. Like you're getting a nice cherry note. Um, you get dark chocolate on the nose and also on the taste. Um, I'm digging it as far as stouts. It checks all the boxes. 
I love stouts that that are chocolate forward um, and also have high ABV. So this is for me, this is a four and a half. Yeah, I was wondering how high you were going to go on that. Yeah, this is a four and a half, man. Um, And once again, as we as we do with stouts, as this thing sits out, because it's only been sitting for 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I might revisit it and, and up it if in about 45 minutes it's, it's even more fire. But, yeah, I'm rocking with it. Once again, Southern Grist, stay fly. Um, now I'm going to kick it over to our guests. You know, see, they, they poured up with us. Uh, we got drought season. Um, these guys reached out to us. You know what I'm saying? So they, were, they were promoting their brands. And, you know what I'm saying, we typically shoot on Wednesdays, but you know, Black History wanted to make sure that we was giving them the opportunity to promote their brand during, you know what I'm saying, Black History Month. So we're doing a special episode with Brandon and Kevin. Um, I'm going to kick it over to Kevin. You introduce yourselves, review your beers. Oh, uh, thank you guys for having us. Kevin, also go by Swerve. Um, you know, one half of the, the illustrious collective of drought season with my partner, Brandon Peters. Here to here to, you know, just bring dopeness to the craft beer space and you know our lifestyle brand. Uh, we've been on for about a year, about eighteen months, and we've seen great moment, great momentum in the last year. This is our second year doing beers, Black History, so that's why we reached out, uh, which I'm sure we'll get more into. Um, I'm actually drinking this Ride or Die. It's actually from some uh, a new Black-owned brewery. Um, here in Atlanta, Hip Hop Heads Brewery. That's their logo right there. Pretty dope logo. Okay. They actually uh, do contract brewing through Second Self. Uh, this is their first release. It's a ride or die. It's a rye IPA. Um, it's really good, actually. Um, I don't really like rye, but this is, you know, I'm, I really think it's a solid beer. Um, hop forward kind of dipper. With Cascade, Simcoe, Mosaic, and a touch of rye. Definitely a touch of rye. Because, again, like, I don't lie, it was like, ah, just a, a touch of rye. But it definitely comes through solid. Um, you guys give mugs. I'd give it I'd give it a solid four mugs. And not because they're the homies. It re- they really came through with the beer. And, yeah. um, you know, keeping it black on for uh, Black History Month, keeping it on brand. Let me ask you a quick question. Because uh, when, I, when I think of rye, a lot of times I think of whiskey, or uh, mm-hmm. moonshine. Uh, what what is what is the rye note for for those who uh, you know may not really know? What is that? If you can describe it, what is that note? Yeah, I think it kind of goes into that lane. It gives you kind of a, a, a richer flavor. So sometimes it it cuts to me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I like I like my hops to be there, but kind of smooth in for me. I'm more of a stout person. You know what I mean? I like stouts. I like Belgians. Bel uh, uh, Mon was my first introduction into craft beer. So. That's, you know, I started at a high gravity level, so I prefer that. But like with the smoothness, I like that caramelness sometimes that you get with um, certain Belgians. But yeah, usually rise come a little sharp for me. This actually comes through very smooth. Okay. Does it say what um, what rye they used? Nah, it doesn't. Like I said, I think they're just like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> a little salt bay of, of rye on it. That's about <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, like they, they came through with with a solid beer. You know, they had some other beers when they were um, home brewing that were solid too. But for their first one out of the box, I definitely give. I think it's a solid um, a solid beer. Definitely sessionable. I think what's the ABV on this? I think it's coming in like seven somewhere. You know, when they don't put the ABV on it, you got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just nope. It just say May in oh, Georgia ABV. alcohol by volume. So that I had I had um, some beer that they what did they call it? They said it was um, Southern proof. So that <laughs> so that means it's coming in almost on some shine level. But this is probably like more, <laughs> it feels like a seven. Wow, this feels more like a seven. Okay. All right, cool. Well, I am drinking the. Uh, Piano key stout. Uh, I see New that. Belgium and the homie L Sharpton, who I'm sure y'all know. Uh, Imperial stout with chocolate and vanilla extract. And what's dope about this is I cannot pronounce the name of the store, but it's I think it's Exo Cold ATL. Oh, so basically, 
Zocalai. Yeah, yeah, what he just said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a chocolate store um, in Atlanta yeah. and Crog Street Market. So they he hell worked with them to get the chocolate and all of that. So it, it's, it's pretty good. It's very solid, 10%. I think this is one of the uh, – swear the original ones have the zipper still, right? Yeah, they had the zipper and it was a matte and um and the top was black. The original cans were the can itself was fire. It was it was a matte yeah. can. You could take the zipper off and recycle it, and it had kind of a, a black top on it. Wow. Uh, yeah. He really I, okay. put a lot. I mean, he put a lot into you know the the can art and the can work, if you will. So this is the second run then, because it doesn't have a black top. It's still a silver yeah. top. I think I I didn't touch the first one. I think they're still in the in the stash. Yeah, I'm so yeah, about what my on first it. one is. So yeah, this is this is very good, really solid. What's the uh what's the price point on that one? I don't remember, bro. Uh, I, I, it's think, I think it came about sixteen for a four pack. I think it was coming in like sixteen, seventeen for a four pack, sixteen ounces. Okay. Um, you know, standard standard price. It's um. I don't know. Would you call it seasonal, B? I don't know if we call it seasonal. I think he releases it kind of. So. Yeah, but like, like he's had two releases, and then another one's coming out um, in stout season, end of the year. I definitely would say pick it up if you're if you like stouts. That's going to be one of the top stouts that you've had. Just you know, and I mean, it's you know, New Belgian. You know, what I'm saying New Belgian makes great beer. You know what I mean? And then for them to partner with up, I think the whole mission behind it as well. I, I think you should get L on, you know what I mean? Um, I'm very close to him. He's my brother-in-law, so I always big him up. But I definitely would suggest getting him on to speak about, you know, uh, that you know that beer. So I don't want to steal his thunder, but, I mean, it's a great stout. It's a very, very solid stout with that um, that chocolate and vanilla notes. You know what I mean? It really mellows. It doesn't – I'll tell you what. It doesn't drink like a 10%. That second no, round doesn't drink like a 10%. It drinks like, yeah. a, like a almost – Smooth as a porter, but still has good mouthfeel to it. So, did that get distributed nationwide? Nah, it was only in Atlanta, only here in Georgia. Okay, okay. But you know, I mean, you know, it's a trip. You know, I mean, I'm sure you guys want to come sip some of this, you know, southern beer that we got down here. So, you know, yeah, something yeah. I can come down and get some. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm up in Nashville, there. so y'all just a hop, skip, and a jump down the way. Oh yeah, you right there. We oh we gotta we gotta connect. I love yeah, Nashville, sure. man. Yeah, I um. I love Nashville. One of my homeboys actually that lives in Atlanta, he was up here this weekend. So I always go back and forth between oh, yeah. his yeah, house yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah, we definitely connect next time I'm down there because Atlanta, I mean, they already had a, a good craft brew scene. But now it seems like and I don't obviously I don't follow it that much. But when I was looking at black owned breweries, like you got your East Coast, which seems to be like your Maryland's and all that is, is heavy over in there. But you know, since it seems like Atlanta's starting to come up. I know they opened, I believe it's like three that seem to be recent. You got, uh, was it ATL, AT Tucky or ATL Tucky or something? Atlanta like Tucky. You got yeah, Lantucky. So I, I work with them as well. I do the operation, I do operations management for them. That's the group Nappy Roots. Are you guys familiar with Nappy Roots? Yeah. So yeah. that's their brewery. You know what I mean? That they opened up. Um, they actually do the brewing. I work there with them. You know what I mean? It's not just a play. They're actually in there, you know, milling grain. Dropping it, you know, dropping hops, doing everything to brew the beer. You know, we um, opened up like two weeks ago, got a good um, array of beers on tap. We just actually did a partnership with them for um, our um, yeah. release here in Atlanta. So you yep. got Atlantucky, you got Hippin' Hops, Hippin which hop. they actually have three loca two, two locations with a third about to open. Also, our partners, we did a couple collabs with them as well, our man Clarence. Um, and then the first one you have is Down Home. Down Home was actually the first um, Black-owned brewery here in Georgia. That's our partner, Will. Um, they started that. They do contract brewing, but they are the first one. Um, Hip and Hops was the first brick and mortar, and Atlantucky was the first rap group to um, open up a brewery. So, you know, we had a lot of firsts here. And then we, you know, just I mentioned my brothers, you know, Hip Hop Heads, they just opened up. And then we also got Conzos. Then, um that also does contract brewing as well. So we got five solid here and a couple in the hopper. We got some strong um, home brewers that are right, you know, right about to come out um, as well in our, um, I guess you call our collective here. You know I mean? We do keep it kind of tight here in Atlanta with our, with our black craft beer scene. Uh, so we definitely um, support all of them and have partnered with them and done what we can to push their beer forward. So like I said, we got a good groundswell going here in Atlanta. Yeah, was there is there a, a green bench or something like that that's out of Atlanta? 
Um, I'm not familiar. I think with Green Bench is in uh, North Florida, somewhere North Florida? I think okay. like in St. Petersburg or something like that. Okay, got it. I can dig it. So, tell us about drought season, man. Like I said, when I read the press release and I went, you know, checked out the website and whatnot, the first thing that stood out to me was, you know, what I'm saying basically paying homage and an ode to black women being a part of like the first beer recipe. That was brand new to me. Never heard that in life. So one, how did y'all find that out? And two, what made y'all build upon that as y'all brand? Honestly, I, I honestly don't even remember how we found out. I think just researching, studying the craft and just came across it. Like, I mean, we pretty much create everything. So, <laughs> you know, so it didn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. at all but yeah like like we have always preached like the first known recipe for what evolved into what we now drink now came from black women in mesopotamia 3900 um and the first known i guess model for brewing or a brewery came from ancient egypt which isn't surprising at all science and technology that's where mostly all of it came from yeah, ancient egypt yeah. uh so yeah that's sweet so we were like let's Let's do something cool. Let's let's push that. Um, so we came up with the whole beers black history thing. Got what our homie Sean Fallion, who who you know designed and, and tweaked the art that you see um, on what we're pushing right now. You see it on the hat, yep. and uh, you know the rest yeah. is history, man. Just spreading that knowledge because a lot of people don't know. Like you know, like a lot of our history is untold or undertold. So we we didn't want that to be the case. So pushing the line on that right now, and it's it's been dope. Like people are being very receptive, and beer is Black history, just like a whole bunch of other things. And it ain't just for us, you know. It's anybody that wants to know the truth, anybody who wants to spread the message. If you love beer, you should also love who it came from. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. I dig it, brother. Well said. I was checking out, uh, you know, what you guys sent over to us and, you know, also just kind of following on social media. And I, I see uh, Swerve talked about it a little bit, but, you know, the the three beers that y'all dropped in collaboration with the three breweries. Uh, why don't y'all go into that a little bit? Because, I mean, we see that y'all dropped something in Michigan, something in Atlanta and something in Oakland. So, you know, y'all y'all nationwide out here. Why don't y'all tell us a little bit about that? We try and do a little something. We try and do a little something. So Brandon is showing um, the great can, can art. I mean, that can art, I want that on a T-shirt with our brothers at Black Calder in Michigan. They were brewed up with Broadleaf, um, did a chocolate cherry coffee porter. Um, I think if you're a true stout man, you probably aren't the biggest fan of porters. You know what I mean? You're more, you're more than likely to tolerate them than you drink them. <laughs> um, and you always get full. I call them baby stouts, man. Right, right. Exactly. right. Stout, stout yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the same thing happens. We always get tricked. You always like, oh, man, but that damn, that looks good, though. Let me go ahead and try it. It's like, oh, man, this is like. <laughs> hey, I like stout light. I'm going to use stout light, man. <laughs> stout light, stout light. Yeah. But I got to tell you, man, they came through with this one, man. Um, the mouthfeels there doesn't have that watery mouthfeel that porters usually do. Um, it's a solid beer. You know what I mean? I'm definitely um, – Proud of the work that our brothers did there. You know what I'm saying? Terry and Jamal, just um great brothers, man. I gotta say, I can't I can't talk enough, and I think Brandon feels the same way. I can't talk enough about how much of an untapped like just it's, it's like you know, how long people know more about them. So we, you know, I, I'm honored to push them out and get more people to know about the great beer they do, other things they have coming down. All their beers are solid that um as far as what they've seen, the names of them. I mean, they put as they they remind us of they remind us of ourselves because of how they approach it they have business backgrounds like we do and we're taking you know what we've not not just business but business culture lifestyle backgrounds that we're bringing into craft beer which i think can help push the um culture forward so that's the first beer then we did a beer excuse me with the lantucky we did our sweet tart um wheat ale it's uh, got blackberries in it, so blackberries going to come a little bit more tart, but um, it's a light tart. Like I, Again, I'm like you, B-Dub. I don't like tarts. I don't like sours because they taste sour. I don't, do, I don't like them at all, but I will say that this is definitely something that I think hits in the middle ground for – you know, someone, in, you know, like in wheat beers, I'm not even a bigger fan of those, I'm not that big a fan, but I think it's solid. So definitely a sessionable sipper, you know, um, the mouthfeel on it is great. That's, that's also important with me with beer. You know what I mean? I don't like watery beer. 
You know what I mean? I don't like Bud, Bud Light type beer. You know what I mean? I wanted something with some complexity to it. So we definitely are proud of that. And then the hyped out IPA, you know, I Brandon, you know, brewed that. I don't know. Uh, I haven't had a chance to try it yet. I think he probably got a little nip here and there that he probably tell me about. But um, we're looking forward to that. Going to my partner's hometown of Oakland, you know what I mean? So anybody from Oakland, you got to come out. If, if you come out to whenever we do events, we try to make them as big as big as we can. When we did Atlanta, it was a movie. I mean, a lot of people came out to support. We appreciate. We can only imagine the same things in Oakland. So, yeah, um, I think one thing about us, because we're not a brewery, we're able to be very nimble. We don't have to deal with a lot of the laws and like, to keep things regional. We're able to kind of give that national shine by partnering with you know these different breweries that people wouldn't hear about you know and that that's the kind of like something we got out of it that we really didn't expect that we really appreciated that we're able to give all these great brewers some shine that they possibly wouldn't get what's y'all tools connection like how did how did y'all oh i'm sorry blast go ahead no i was just saying that's good stuff that's all i was saying that's good stuff what's y'all's connection how did y'all cross paths oh me and brandon yeah. yeah, we was in the pen for like five years. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say, damn, we got to hear that. <laughs> I'm about to say, go ahead, brother. <laughs> Speak on it. <laughs> Level up. <laughs> nah, nah, we, uh, we actually met. <laughs> we met through, uh, through Ill. Um, his, yeah. his brother so Ill's my brother-in-law. Okay. And, you know, um, they've been in Atlanta. I moved to Atlanta about 10 years ago. And we affectionately created a group of brothers. And well, our friend group, they all drink craft beer. We go by the Brutan clan. That's kind of the start of <laughs> I you like know, our whole squad. Um, and you know, uh L was kind of the the Rizza of of that yeah. as far as kind of oh, like okay. bringing everybody together. And then we all kind of formed like Voltron, if you will, to um create you know, Brutane clan. And then Brandon and I kind of, I guess, ghost face and Raekwon off to our side. And now we over here making our purple tape. Yeah, the purple tape. <laughs> exactly. I need y'all to put that on a t-shirt because I need that right there. <laughs> man, we, y'all, we need to be down with the Brutane clan, man. <laughs> yeah, man I, think, I, know the, I, know the, I know the killer bees didn't get a lot of shine, but, you know. <laughs> but the killer army. Killer yeah, army. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can be killer right? army. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, but I'm saying so drought season, um, beers black history. Y'all said this is your second release, right? Yeah, this is the second second beers black history release. Yeah. So tell me more about the brand. Like, what's the merch look like? Well, obviously, folks can go to the website, but tell me, like, what are y'all trying to droughtseason.com, D R A U G H T season.com. Yeah, man. All platforms. Yeah. Same with club. Essentially, we wanted like the thing is we were I think we were at Hop City like we were just which is a a beer bar and store here and we were just talking like, yo, man, like we're both sneakerheads, we both low heads, all of that stuff. So it's like we you know, if you see us out, we're going to be dressed nice. But my thing is, you know, for people who love craft beer, like you have the, the brewery shirt here and there that's dope. But for the most part, you don't really see nothing that's fly that represents people's love for craft beer like if you are into you know smoking street if y'all see somebody with a cookie shirt on i know what it is like they create they make more money off of apparel than they make off of cannabis you know what i mean at the end of the day shout out to burner san francisco and we wanted to do the same thing like if i'm i travel a lot so if i'm in paris or if i'm in london or if i'm in tokyo or whatever and i see somebody with a cookie shirt on i know what it is yeah i want it to be the same thing if you see somebody with a drought season shirt on they know where you can get good craft beer you feel me that's the whole purpose something fly something dope for people who love craft beer to have gear that is their own that represents what they love and we're we're hip-hop guys at the end of the day so it also represents that i can dig it where'd the name come from drought season so as you know, a lot of people have talked about, we make up less than 1% of brewery owners in this country. So if you are from a certain area, you know what the drought is. You know, if you got any, you understand, you know, street terminology. If it's a drought, that means that it's not certain product on the street. We feel like it's a drought on us in the business. But also 
beer, you know, if you draft beer, but over in the UK, it's spelled drought. So it's a double entendre. So we are drought season. We are making up for that that piece that we're not there in this business, but we're growing, trying to get above that 1% because it's our thing. We need it. We need ours. At the end of the day, we need to be recognized. <laughs> and also draft season. Like that's the best nine times out of 10, any beer that you're going to have, it tastes better on draft than it tastes oh. out of a can. Yeah. So it's a double entendre. You know, everything is a story. I'm a marketing dude. So everything has a story behind it at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I love uh, I love where y'all got the name from. That's it, it's nice how you tie that all in. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Nah, I'm a I'm a fan, man. And and y'all's energy is contagious. You know what I mean? Like you said, so, when Swerve was sitting here talking about the uh the brew from Michigan, now uh, being an Ohio State fan, I hate all things Michigan. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm, sure. I'm like, yo, send me that brew. Like you, you know what I'm saying? The the passion that y'all got behind y'all brand and, and the people that y'all collaborate with is infectious, man. It makes you want to, well, man, let me go start checking for these brothers who's who's out here pushing, you know what I'm right. saying, these different brews. Um, and that's something that us at, at Hops and Stock, like that's what we want to get into. Like we want to do the collabs because like you said, we're underrepresented in a market that has taken off over the last decade. I mean, it's, it's but, odd to see somebody drinking basic beer nowadays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. like it's everybody's in the craft beer. You know, I go to a, a lot of the breweries around here and I'm seeing you see all ethnicities, you see women, men, like it's it's exploding. And we want to be a like I said, we want to be a part of it. We don't want to get left behind like so many times we have when things take off. You know what I'm saying? We the last ones to catch on. So I, I definitely appreciate what y'all guys are doing, man. I, I'll say thank you. Thank you. I'll thank and you, I'll say definitely. this. Um you know, I think because we're so deep in it that that's what we see. But as somebody like I, I've worked for two of the largest beverage companies in the world. So I understand mass marketing and craft beer, even though the, like it's a multi-billion dollar business, it's still in its infancy. Yeah. It's still small. Like we were just we was talking. Who were we? Oh, I was talking to Grip. Shout out Shady Records, one of the dopest MCs on the planet. From the yeah. east side of Atlanta. Oh, hold up. You sound great. I got his beer. Hold up. I got a stun on his beard. Yeah, he pulled up <laughs> to the joint. But we, we were kicking it the other day. And we was talking. I was like, bro, you got to understand. If you look at, like, one of the, the illest craft beer brands that everybody know, and you go on their Instagram, I don't know of a craft beer company that has six-figure followers. Like, it's still small. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you have rappers <laughs> that got one zone. They got 100,000, 200,000 followers. Like, this thing is still small. It's still to the point where we can get in. And like you was just saying, bro, like, I preach that. Like, we've been saying for years, this craft beer is sneakers 10 years ago, hip-hop 20 years ago. Yes, everybody knew it. Yes, it was big. But it wasn't like it is now. You feel me? Like, it's like where you can – you used to be able to walk into a store – and buy whatever shoes you want. That don't really happen no more. It's the same thing with craft beer, bro. And it's it's really, in order for it to get to that next level, in order for it to be scalable, it's going to come through us. Nothing in this country for the last 60, 70 years has become cool without us touching. Right. And that's, that's what it's going to take in order for it to go there. The difference is, bro, like you were saying, is that, like Eric was saying, like, we need to be a part of it, though. <laughs> you feel me? Like yeah. we don't need to make it cool and, and and trade our cultural capital for trinkets or cultural capital to be seen or cultural capital for likes and 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 retweets. Fuck that. Excuse my language. Nah, you nah, it's all good. We need to be okay. We can get busy. That's what I need to know. We can start <laughs> getting at it now. Let's go. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. They don't go too crazy, man. No, no, no. We ain't gonna get you FCC. We ain't gonna get FCC on you. But you know, I want to get my point across if I need to. Yeah, nah, we no, probably should. No, we probably yeah. should have told you at the beginning. Like, obviously, you know, what I'm saying this is a dope podcast. The only thing that we try to keep up, keep off, because we edit it out, is you know, what I'm saying just the use of the N word. You know, what I'm saying we okay. just keep that. Everything oh, no else. Doubt. 
what I'm saying? Everything else legit, man. So y'all be yourselves, man. Hey, Swerve was Swerve was ready, boy. He was like, Yeah, he was about to be like, he was like, hold on, how we doing in my hat backwards, man? Let me change it up. Yeah, like nah, bro. Be yourself, man. Y'all energy, like I said, I I like y'all energy and I mean, truth be told, full transparency, we were sitting here before y'all got on like, man, we don't know these guys. We don't know how the energy. Oh, no, we came in cold as hell on y'all, man. I just, we just went through them like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Look, I'm inboxing. What up, man? Let, yeah. let us pull up. <laughs> let us pull up, man. Let's chop it yeah, up. Yeah, nah. And we, you, appreciate, we appreciate y'all pulling up on us, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all. Y'all is, you know, another level. And we, we just kind of in our infancy, man. And for y'all to reach back. And you know, holler at us and come bring what y'all have brought to the show tonight. You know, that's that's nothing but love. Shit, man. man, honestly, that's not how we look at it, man. You got a platform, you got people we trying to put out there. I mean, we look at like Brandon said all the time, we building an airplane in the in the sky while it's flying. We trying to figure it out, man. You know, so and the one thing that I want to hit on, which I think is big for us, is building those co-op, you know, cooperative economics feeling like we can do things with, we don't have to reach out. Like we did our whole collab. One of the things we wanted to focus on were black owned breweries, you know what I mean? Which was not the easiest thing to do on a national level. I mean, there's yeah. 14, what, right, 14, what branded nationwide? Yeah, 14 black owned breweries. Maybe brick four, and mortar, yeah, 14 yeah. brick and mortars, you know what I mean? So we knew it was a small population we had to get with. So we started reaching out. I mean, shout out to um, Willie the Kid, you know what I mean? Our connection in Michigan, yes, you know what I mean? He put us on the Black Calder. We had never heard of him either. Same with you. And now well, I, we had heard of him. We was yeah, we heard of him. We had never really like blended with him like that. Never had none of their beer, never. Yeah, nothing. Like, all I knew of him was by there. name. By name and logo is all I knew of them by. I didn't know anything regardless. So, yeah, man, I think we're all in it. To, we're all bringing the same thing to the table. We're all trying to figure this out. We're all trying to build our brand and build these collabs. And this is just where it starts, man. So definitely, man, we, um, you know, appreciate y'all. I mean, the conversation has been, you know, right where we want it to be. So, you know, let's definitely keep that going. But, yeah, we can we try to keep it, you know, within our community. And that and that's something I think that, you know, we we can do. And we're trying to show with this model that through craft beer, we can just at sometimes only deal with black black owned companies. and and other things that come into it. Like there's, there's so many jobs in craft beer that people don't think about glycol lines. That might be something that's totally left, but that's a job that somebody might, well, I do glycol for this other thing. Well, these smaller breweries, they definitely need glycol lines for their, you know, their breweries or working mechanics or canning. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things that people can get into a craft beer. Um, I was just talking to one of my family members to come back from a wedding he does video and loves craft beer. I'm like, why aren't you going to these, these breweries and helping them get their social media up, helping them get their picture, helping them? Because he comes from a hip hop background. I was like, bring that to the breweries. That's going to they don't know how to do events. One thing that Brandon and I have shown a lot of these breweries, we think, is that if you have a true release with your beer, you're going to sell a lot of beer fast. You're going to get a lot of attention towards your other beers. So a lot of these breweries would just. Hey, man, we got this beer on tap. Come through. It's like, nah, man, we're making this a movie, man. We're putting posts up. We're having people come through. And, you know, people get behind the excitement. Like you said, it's like momentum you got to build. So that's what we're just trying to keep that wave going. Um, I always try to say it's like a like we're just like a merry band. If you want to grab an instrument and get back there and start strumming, come on in, man. We all trying to make this thing happen. So, you know. Everything we could do to help y'all move forward, we appreciate the platform, but that's what we're on, building these cooperative economics and trying to keep it within our community and showing that it can happen. So when we do partner with these other communities, we're bringing something to the table. We're not just a lot of times taking our creative capital and running with it and we're getting a pat on the back, you know, so we're just trying to change that dynamic. Hold them accountable. Yeah, one thing that you just said so, that made me pause is like, when you was like, man, there's only 14 brick and mortar. And that that lets me know I'm not doing enough research because I stopped at the number 60 because there's 60 black owned breweries. But when you keep going down, dig a level deeper, that means if you got 14, that's, that's brick and mortar. That means it's like 46 that they don't have a retail space. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that right. and there's sharing space, there's sharing yeah. space with someone who's doing contract brewing to them. And that depends on what your contract looks like or what that, like, you know, what that is. Cause you may be jockeying for, you know, for space, position, if you, yeah, will, yeah. you know, for yeah. position. And then 
You got to think about how much can you flex when you're going through there. You might be able to get two, maybe three beers that you can work with, but you don't have the flexibility to like, let's barrel age something. Let's drop some adjuncts in it. Let's do some different things. And that's that's what really gets you to hone your craft, I think, a lot of times. Not just saying contract brewing is wrong. I mean, if you have a if you're have a job like like Brandon and I do, and you do this as well. Contract brewery may be what you want because a lot of that blocking and tackling gets taken on by the brewery, but it's a give and take. You know what I mean? You're giving them, they're brewing a beer for you, but how much say-so do you have on what you drop, when you drop, what's in the tanks? So those are, how long is your contract for? You know what I mean? How does that affect your distribution? And those are all things that, you know, we're able to learn and kind of share that with those who are starting to say, look, think about all of it, where you're trying to go. You know what I mean? If you're trying to get to a point where Budweiser comes and grabs you, that's one thing. But if you're trying to build and really build your craft, it may be better to maybe do some contract brewing with a small contract time and then go into a brick and mortar. I mean, you know what I mean? You just have to really know both sides of it for us to really get the parity we need in this industry. I can dig it. So as, like I said, collabs is one thing that we have on our vision board for 2022. Um, what does that look like from y'all from the, it just at a high level when y'all choose to say, Hey, okay, let's, what's your approach, I guess. Um, Cause once again, we're, we are new to this, this podcast will be a year old next month. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, in April, April? April? Yeah. In, in April we'll be, you know what I'm saying? Year old. But we didn't we didn't drop our first episode on believe until July. What we did is we started recording. We built up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, we started releasing. So, like I said, our our one year anniversary is coming up, and it will be April, right. I believe. Um, right. And like I said, our vision board for 2022 was we need to collab. Like I've seen people around here in Nashville do it. Uh, I, I think y'all familiar with the Bearded Brother? Like he yeah, did a, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he did a collab with Slim yeah, and Bearded Iris. And it was like, yo, I want to do that. Like, I want to get into that. Um, Bro, I'll tell you this. Just do it. Like, it's like literally like this space is is very accessible. Like, super just, accessible. Yeah, just do it. Like, but I would just say like, just make sure that, you know, know what you want going in and make sure that it makes sense. For you, uh, for us, it's a brand awareness play. Like, you know, obviously for, for legal reasons, a lot of times if you're not a brewery, you don't have a liquor license, whatever, you can't actually make money off of some of the stuff that's that's going on. But it's all in what you negotiate at the end of the day. Like we're I've, I'm never stepping into any situation that is not going to make sense for us from a brand awareness play and a dollars and cents play at the end of the day. Like, but just do it, bro. Like, it's not like we were saying the other day, like, we want to do a sneaker collab. Like, we're going as, to. Not, we're, as, going to. we're going yeah, to. As far as I know, there's never been a beer sneaker collab. I'm like, why not? You right. feel me? Like, but I'm like, also. Crown and Hops got a van. Crown and Hops got a, got a, got a, but a that series was, of that's vans. Different. Like, that's like, it's like doing a custom sneaker. It's like going on Nike Ooh. ID and doing whatever. Like, vans were like, where there's a guy here, um, Fonny. Who's like he's young, but Fani is like a OG to like fashion people in the South. Like he he does like high level fashion stuff. Real cool dude who is also in the beer, but like he did some stuff. They'll reach out, like Converse will reach out or whatever. But like a real deal sold in stores on nice kicks on sneaker news. Like that's what I'm talking about. You feel me? Like yeah. some shit that's fly. Like I don't drink beer, but I want them sneakers type situation so like we're going to do it like it's really i always say man you like let people tell you no don't don't tell yourself no yeah like this gang i i fully believe in gangster in the situation like ask go for, in, ask for forgiveness not permission man ask for yeah, forgiveness not go permission in and make it out but y'all could definitely do nah bro yeah. Yeah, honestly like right now i can see it like y'all about to have your anniversary you need to reach out to them you, you know what i mean they're trying to get into you know i'm sure they're trying to get more diversity to their brewery it's a perfect reason to do a collab and do a release have your podcast with them and just choose somebody that makes sense i mean the good thing is in ohio it looks like y'all got two black owned breweries i'm sure they'd have no problem collabing with you guys or doing something to put it together you know what i mean sure. or maybe you do something where you do something in nashville or something in ohio but the thing of it is it 
when you have a you know a following of any sort, you're bringing capital to the table. So you already are coming with people that would not normally you know patron their business. So that's what that's your capital already. That we're already coming with so many followers or so many things. And then once you have an event, you know, and what what we try to do is do them on on days that they wouldn't really. I mean, now we do them on weekends, but I was like, let's do it on a Thursday, a day that you really wouldn't have anybody come in there. And then now it's like, okay, what your numbers look like? They look good on a Thursday, right? Oh yeah, so you know that gives you some you know say so in the conversation because you help them get their business going on a day that it wouldn't be down for you to just do what you already wanted to do. So it's really just positioning, honestly. But you guys have everything you need. It's just you know, just walk up to them the conversation. Like Brandon said, make sure you're getting something out of it. You know what I mean? Yes, you cannot make money off the direct sale of beers, but you could absolutely be a consultant. You could absolutely do an event and charge people to come in. You can sell glassware. You can sell t-shirts or something you could do to create some capital. So it's just being creative, whatever that space is. Yeah, here's 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 the odd thing, man. And and it's not even odd, but it's it's probably the universe bringing all this full circle. Me and Beat Up, we used to run a promotions company probably about 15 years ago, and we threw, we threw parties. And that's the exact approach that we did is we went to a local venue and we asked for a night that wasn't popping. was like, yo, give us a night that's not popping. We take the door, you take the bar. And we would pack that joint out. And it became a movement. It became a brand. And we, you know what I'm saying, we went, went away from it after a while because I end up moving but I didn't even think to tie that into this to this whole beer thing. I thank you, God. Seriously, thank you for bringing that up because we've been there, we've done that, we know exactly what that's that what looks you like. bring. You just like yeah. us. You 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 you've been in the industry, you've had success, and you're bringing that science, that recipe, that secret sauce, whatever yeah. you want to call it, that model. You're bringing it to a space that doesn't have it, you know. And don't even think about it because most craft beer brewers they're just really into the craft of the beer. I mean, I've heard craft beer brewers say they were only concerned of making money off of it. Now I understand that's a noble thought to say, but I well, mean, how are you paying for what you? You know what I mean? I mean what's yeah. going on? Like you gotta you gotta pay the bills, you gotta have something. So I get it, but I mean there has to be some revenue exchange and it, and it's, it's skin in the game to me. I've always looked at it like that. You gotta have some skin in the game. Nobody's doing anything for free, you know what I mean? So you know, just position it, make sure you not and, and just also think about what your next play is. What are you gonna get from it? Like you can do the event and it's there, but what how are you how are you gonna get more listeners? Is that going to get you, you know, what, what is it going to be that's going to move your movement forward? But you guys already did it. You guys are, you know, it's just shifting a little bit. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Yeah. Just like I know y'all touched me. I'm sorry. I'm... Just like just like what Eric was saying, man, you two brothers, I feel like I wanna, I'll want i run through a brick wall after hearing y'all guys talk. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Max>, man. <laughs> like, I've actually took down some notes, man, because it seems like, we're at our infancy level and we're looking at, at you guys and you're like reaching down, pulling us up, giving us nah. a game. I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, feel like I, I mean, I know y'all say nah, man, but like for real, uh, y'all, I, I ain't trying to put nothing on you, but you know, y'all should accept the compliment, man. We appreciate y'all. No, we do. We accept flowers, yeah, yeah. man. We, we appreciate y'all showing us love, man. Yeah, no, nah, we appreciate it, but we just want y'all to know that as much like, as much as you may think that sometimes you're a little bit more ahead and you give yourself credit for, you know what I mean? I Cause you. you're in a bubble, y'all in a bubble. So y'all are looking about the things that you don't feel are working, what you need to improve on, not what you've done in the following. I mean, that's how I found y'all. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, like I said, I pulled up on you cold just by looking like, okay, <laughs> they look, you know, it looks dope. All right. Yeah. This would be a good look. This would be a good conversation. Cause it, I, I mean, I'm be straight up with you, Brandon. I don't want to waste our time. We're very busy. So we don't want to just get on a, you know, I mean, and, and you know, the, the conversation isn't really there. It's not really going to benefit us. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's mutual. We're, you know, to us is mutual. You know what I mean? So even though, we, OK, we're reaching down, that's mutual to us. That, you know, what I mean, we have some brothers we can, you know, provide that hand to whether it's reach down, reach out, however you want it. And we can all make it happen. So, no, nah, it's all appreciated, man, for real. But yeah, run through that wall, cuz I'm right with you, man. That's how I feel about it, man. Yeah, yeah. This this is like I said, once again, if we take it back to the to the top, we was sitting here like, man, we don't know how this is gonna go. We don't know these guys, they reached out to us. Let's just let's just we feed off of energy. That's kind of what we do when we oh, podcast. Right, so. we feed off for of energy, man. And if if the energy's there and we 
like like minded people, it's easy to vibe. It's not forced. Like, I don't think anything in this conversation was forced. Like, we just I'm I'm, I'm into it, man. Like, I, I, I rock with y'all dudes like y'all some dudes that I would come to ATL, look up and be like, hey, yo, got to, man. We won't feel away if you don't yeah, yeah, like, like, think about you if you don't. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be awkward because I looked at their page and I seen the sneakers and I seen the drip. I'm like, man, these dudes look like kind of like us. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it wasn't awkward for me. I'm just ready to meet them. Yeah, no, nah, let's, let's make it happen. What's next for uh, what's next for drought season, man? So well, Feb- February 25th. Oakland, California, Federation Brewing. I believe it's 423rd Street. If you're from the town, if you're from the Bay, you know Jack London Square. Um, so it's in Jack London Square. Shout out to Federation Brewing. We consider them an ally. Um, so we brewed the beer with Helicoastal, the first black-owned brewery in, in Oakland, California. And you know that's saying something because Oakland is a black-ass city. So <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? So, yeah, shout out to Mario and Chaz and their brewer Manny. Um, so yeah, we're, we're doing that, man. We'll have the beers, black history gear there. We'll have a couple surprise drops there as well. Um, we will have the hyped out IPA. You can go on federationbrewing.com right now and pre-order your four pack. Um, and that's, that's what's next. Uh, we do have some drops coming in March and then we have some stuff coming in summer as well. We definitely plan on being at barrel and flow. We definitely plan on being at black Toberfest. Shout out to the homie Mike Potter. Um, and yeah, man, like we just really pushing the line, man, trying to push this momentum, man. Like this is where I don't know if we're the first. Um, there were people I've seen stuff on Instagram here and there, people having like, you know, craft beer driven clothing lines. But we are. I would say probably the most prominent of cool ones. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> say your piece, man. Say your piece. No, and that's no diss to nobody else. Like, if I'm not aware, please forgive me. But we, you know, it's it's that comes with a lot. So we want to work with people like Swerve was saying. Like, it's purposeful to be able to work with Black Calder in Michigan, to work with Helicoastal in Oakland, work with Atlantucky in Atlanta. We've done beers with, with Hip and Hops. You know, the first brick and mortar here, we've done beers with Dirtbag L's and, and Spaceway and all the breweries that contributed to the Black Toberfest beer last year. And that's all within a very short amount of time. And it's all a brand awareness play for us at the end of the day. Like a lot of people think novices think we're a brewery. Yes. And we're not a brewery. Like a national brewery. brewery. They think yeah. we're a national brewery, which we're that's not. What I thought. No, yeah, man. We're I a, would, life, a lifestyle I wish. brand. <laughs> Like that's what we do. We're a lifestyle brand. We sell clothes, rooted in craft beer. beer. A lifestyle yeah. brand rooted, rooted in craft, in craft beer. beer. Everything we do is it, it comes back to something with craft beer. Whether it's hip hop, whether it's cool. Whether we did a collab with Polo, which I mean, you know, that would just make us make my crazy. heart sing. Right? It'd be crazy. <laughs> bear holding a beer mug. Let's make. Oh it. man, come on, <laughs> say it. Say it. Say that, it. that 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 man beat with the glass and he had the beer mug like this on him with drought season on that shit right there, boy. I'm but, trying to tell you, know, you y'all, y'all go watch the YouTube and y'all watch beat ups drip. He got a he got an endorsement deal through Polo that we don't know about. Hey, we trust hey man, me. well shit, you you bro, you you haven't met me, man. I'm Polo to the flow though. We something about that Polo Bear, man. Okay. That Polo Bear is my thing. Oh man, Polo I had this jacket on yesterday. We're oh yeah. Heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fire. But yeah, we, we have so those are the things that we can talk oh. about, and then we have like you know, surprises that are coming for the rest of the year. I think that after this beer that we dropped on the 25th, we did um, like pretty much all of the the black beer cats in Atlanta got together with Hip and Hops and brewed a, a Black History Month beer. I'm not sure when it's dropping, but it should be dropping extremely soon. Yeah. Um, so we brewed that like a couple weeks ago. But yeah, like, dude, we, we just pushing the line, man. So please like support, man. Follow us. On drought season, on on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, D R A U G H T season. Go to droughtseason.com and buy gear. Like that's you know, keep the lights on, man. We go because it's it's honestly, it's really not just about us. Like like Swerve said, we both got nine to fives. Like this is definitely not paying our bills. This is a labor of love right now. Yeah. So at that, so. You know, we but this is really about shining the light on the underserved, 
and underreported folks in brewing. Like we rock with a lot of women that brew. We rock with yeah. all the shout out to Craft Women breweries. Connect, our sisters yes. here in Atlanta. They brew. Yes. I always say it. Brew one of the best collab beers of last year. I'm telling you, yes. they came with some fire. Um, and I don't, like I said, I don't like sours, and they did um, kind of like a Berlin wise, I believe it might have been, but man, delicious, you know. So yeah, you know what I mean. Putting that shine out there, that, that's that's something I think that I love. We love the most about it, man. Like we're actually giving all these people all this shine that just would never have it, man. And then it's just been a beautiful thing. Well, maybe not never. We just accelerate. Yeah, the pace, yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair, fair. But man, I don't. From from the bottom of my heart, bro, I appreciated this conversation, man. This show for me, it it reinvigorates me. Um, and like I said, it shine a light on on things I wasn't even thinking to connect. Like I said, me and my man beat up. We threw parties in our city, in our hometown back in Dayton, Ohio. Like, so we yeah. know that grind. We know what it is to approach people and say, Hey, yo, what what day are you lacking? What day you don't have nobody in here? Look, let us show you how to make some money and we can bring the following. And I didn't, I didn't, it, it didn't connect with me until you said it. That's to connect. So once again, man, I appreciate y'all brothers for reaching out. Yeah, man. This has been, you know what I'm saying? A, a, a great podcast. Um, y'all are welcome back anytime. anytime. And, uh, nah, let's stay connected, man. Let's stay yeah, connected. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of festivals. Y'all want to hop on about a, you know, a new drop or whatever. Let us know. Oh man. yeah. That, don't, 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 you're going to hear from us, bro. You're going to hear from us. <laughs> I'm going to trust that. What I'm gonna do, I'll shoot you, I'll shoot you my contacts through the yeah, uh, all contacts. Shoot me all your contact info. Yeah. Um, there's festivals coming up, so I'm sure y'all might be coming through festivals. If y'all don't um, you know, just you know, plug some of them barrel and flow, you know, my hometown of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. We got that on my hometown. I gotta come back to my hometown of Pittsburgh, you know, do that up. And then um where's Blacktoberfest? Blacktoberfest is gonna be in Raleigh. We, it, we, it may change a little bit this year. They're still talking they about got, They got some other stuff coming, too. I don't think we can talk about it publicly, but keep an right. eye out. They're doing some okay. big things in 2022. Right. Shout yeah, out to Mike yeah. Potter, man. Shout out to the homie Mike Potter. Definitely doing big things. Shout out to all the, everybody doing it. And there's a um, couple other festivals coming up, too. Um, yo, I think there's one um in Nashville coming up. That, 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 um, it's, uh, all, I think the East Nashville yeah, Beer Festival. Yeah. The beer, bro, I think it's April, That's April right? 6th or something. Yeah, like yeah. It's the, I think, the, first no, I think it's the 9th. It's the Saturday. I think it's uh, April 9th. Yeah. yeah, we might be coming up for that. Hey, if y'all, if I'm back, I'm uh, I'm moving, like, my lease ends at the end of the month, so I'm just going to be traveling and, and yeah. the country and whatnot. Like, As you should, but, man. Yeah, um, waiting on the condo to be built. But, man, seriously, like, I rock with y'all cats, man. Like, the vibe has been amazing. Y'all as dudes sure. that I would love to sit down and chop it up with. Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's again, do like it. like B-Dub said, man, just the energy makes you just want to, like, I'm ready to hop on the internet right now and just start, I don't know, film a video, <laughs> do a reel, do something like that. <laughs> no, nah, man, you got to plan your release. Y'all got to get together and plan who y'all going to do y'all collab with for your anniversary. Yeah, That's yeah. what the move is right there, for sure. I mean, uh, y'all really should. Like, you got to do a collab. Cool. I mean, come on. You got to do a collab for your anniversary. I'm going to be a little disappointed if the anniversary coming ain't no beer, beer associated with it. Right, we, we can't, can't, we can't, can't let the big homie down, down, man. We, yeah, we can't let y'all down, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Come on, man. That's an easy play right there, man. You, you do a couple, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. But that's an easy play right there, man. And it makes sense. You know what I mean? Because if you guys are doing reviews and you got your own beer to really review, Cause that, and that's something you're going to come across when you're doing these collabs. You might, because when they said Porter, we was like, uh, really? That's what y'all want to do? Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess if that's, if that's what y'all really like. So, again, I was expecting not to really be a fan of it, but, you know, again, it's the brand awareness, but, you know, was pleasantly mm -hmm. surprised. So that's going to come with it, you know what I mean? But, again, it's the brand awareness. It's getting your name out there, and it's also going to hone your craft on knowing beer because you're going to be in there making it with them. So you're going to kind of see how the process comes together. So you're going to have a total different perspective on when you're drinking a beer because you're going to say, all right, well, I had this beer that I we made and I saw when they dropped the hops in at this iteration or when they use this type of thing, you know, and then when you go to drink a beer, you're like, oh, okay, now this is what Simcoe really tastes like. You know what I mean? This is how it really comes into play. And then you'll start saying, okay, when we next when we make the next beer, you'll kind of know what hops you want. I always try to tell people, chase the hops, man. When you find a beer that you like, look at what hops are in that beer and then chase those hops because you're going to probably 
five more beers that you like that way than going off a can that looks fly or a brewery that you really like. You know what I mean? For real. Because, I mean, can art can be great, but the beer can be trash. You know what I mean? We've all had that. We've all had it. Oh, this can is, oh, man, what is this, man? This is nice <laughs> yeah. Pour this in the sink and put the can on the, you know, the mantle because it can look dope. But that's what I'm saying is that straight up, you know what I mean? Like all that's going to hone your craft. I mean, you guys are in. You guys are knighted. You guys are craft beersmen like the rest of us, brothers in beer. So you might as well learn the craft. You might as well get in there and learn how to brew a beer. Not to say that you brew it. I have no interest in being a brewer, but I definitely want to know how to brew a beer. Absolutely. I dig it, man. I think that's a great way to sign us off, man. Once again, Hops and Stocks podcast featuring the drought season. I appreciate y'all brothers coming through, man. Um, Cheers to y'all, man. Like I said, I'm not sure what our listeners going to get out of this, but I got a a, a, a ton of gems in our everyday. All that matters, bro. Y'all yeah. can y'all gonna see an order from me probably in about the next 15 minutes. I got to get appreciate a appreciate it, man. appreciate it, man. Appreciate oh, yeah. it, man. Yeah, I'm I'm going to Cabo for the next month, and uh, I'll be there from March 1st to the 30th. I, I mean, I mean, all you can definitely take a picture with someone. I mean, you know, T-shirt on the come beach. on, man, give us some international, bro. Yeah. Give us some international. <laughs> Some international views, man. Yeah, that's some international views. Hold on, how fast is y'all delivery? Because I leave on the first. Oh, we got oh, you, man. You, you order today, straight. Sure. All right, I'm gonna order, order tonight, straight. man. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna shout y'all when I'm when I'm down there in Cabo, man. Once again, I appreciate y'all coming through, man. This has been love. Hops and stocks, drought season. Signing off. Peace. Peace. Be a shell of a man if we ever depart from our heart to our pride with you. I'm right with you. Presented by Hunter Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. Trademark copyrighted by Hunter Spoke Media Group.